you're listening to Music You're Missing. I'm Brendan Gennetti. And today, not only are we in studio with Lucas, but we're also joined by a special co-host. You may recognize her from our Bedroom Pop Music Festival that we hosted this summer. She's a Boston Music Awards nominated artist who writes, produces, and sings all of her own music in her bedroom. Welcome to Music You're Missing, Lazy. Hey, hey. I'm super stoked to have you. Um, Super stoked to be here. Great. And especially because you've been connected with Lucas for quite some time now. And you, you're the reason that I was put onto his music. Indeed. And you both recently collaborated on a track called Deep End, which, of course, we'll discuss in the interview. But what should listeners of the show who might not have heard his music yet, what should they know about him? Why should they tune in? They should tune in uh, simply because he is my best friend and because his music is amazing. Mm -hmm. He's a very talented producer and musician. Um, Also, his name is pronounced Lucas, not L.Ucas. Yeah, it might be stylized like that. That's important to know. It's pronounced Lucas. Pronounced Lucas. Well, this is quite a time to have him on the show because he has a brand new album literally dropping tonight. Oh, true. (laughs) How am I supposed to feel? Exactly. So (laughs) let's just get right into it. Without further ado, here is Lucas on Music You're Missing. We're joined with Lucas. How's it going? What's up? Things are great. Sitting in a fish tank outside (laughs) Big Night Live and B Studios. This is awesome. I mean, this this is a crazy studio. Yeah. I I didn't know what to expect, and this is blowing my expectations. So Yeah, no, we're just saying we're breaking in the stew. Yeah, no, breaking breaking in the stew. stew. No, we love breaking in the stew. It's uh you're right. It's honestly intimidating for me. Um (laughs) I usually sit like uncomfortably close close with our guests in a in a sofa. Um but yeah, no, I feel like legit now. (laughs) But now you have to yell across the room. Yeah, that is true. I feel like yeah wait, who's that voice over there? (laughs) Jeez. So, hey, Lazy. Hey. hey. I'm super excited to have you join Lucas as well. I'm super excited to be here. I think what better way to, to talk to a, a Boston artist than with another Boston artist. So true. So uh, let's let's just actually chat into it. What's uh, Lucas, what's your connection to Boston? I, I heard a podcast. You said you moved here. Mm-hmm. Are you originally from here? So here's here's my timeline. I was born as a baby. In Lowell, can't relate. <laughs> born, born in Lowell, uh, moved very young, like two years old, to Lemonster, and Lemonster, Massachusetts, is where I, is where I was raised. Um, so I lived there up until after college. Went to school in Lowell again, but I moved back home. Then I moved to Brighton. Um, that was twenty twenty one to two. I spent the year in Boston, and my whole house kind of broke up. You know, not. We're still friends, but <laughs> we kind of all moved to different places. And um, I identify as a Boston artist because I work with other artists and I perform here and I love Boston. And Wait, so I know you work with other artists. You're a producer as well. Yeah. Is that your full-time gig or are we fully in music? That is, that is as of this past May, my full-time gig, yeah. So I was... Uh, I was actually working at the Apple store for a couple of years. No uh, way. Were you genius tech? No, nah, they didn't want me. They didn't <laughs> want me. I was sales and I, okay. I, was, I was thriving in sales. I actually really liked it. it helped me kind of come out of my shell, which I was not expecting. Um, but yeah, the, once I started trying to progress and get a better job there, I, I just, I started to see the exit. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Why, why try? Why not put more of my feet into recording producing making music and i was able to do that thankfully so dude that's huge that's yeah it's uh, not an easy feat to go full-time in any um, capacity in the music yeah, space, especially no, on the creative gonna be, end never going to be easy so <laughs> lazy you can kind of relate i know you you've got the yeah personal training on the side yeah that's a whole thing 
It's what? kind of on the side. It's kind of a 50-50. It'll probably never go away, though. That's for me. Yeah. You're stay yoked you, forever. You I, love. Yeah, <laughs> I love the gym, so. <laughs> Wait, so gym that's rat. actually interesting you brought that up because before we started recording, I mentioned that I've been like really into the gym Going as of late. Gym. When I say I'm into the gym, though, like I definitely do some hippie shit. Like I'm like in my that's my hot, hot yoga classes <laughs> and whatnot. I got the flu once after doing hot yoga. Oh my god! I that literally just happened to me Dude, when I restarted. I'm never doing it. It's so dirty. I also wear my I wear my socks <laughs> so in the studio, and I feel like a lot of people don't wear socks during it. Yeah, definitely but, not because they get sweaty. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, what? but then I'm going barefoot and I'm stepping in all the other people's sweat when I go to clean bring your my own mat. Yeah, I don't know what's better. <laughs> Those are two very equal situations. I mean, wet, sweaty socks versus feet. I think the gym is better than hot yoga. <laughs> Sometimes it's both. Off though, the record. Know? Sometimes you can't separate yeah. gym and hot yoga. Sometimes you one. can't. But, okay, the reason I brought that up is because we mentioned that, like, when I'm at the gym, I I, can, I have to listen to music. I cannot not right. listen to music. Well, what do you listen to at the gym? Oh, my God. Yeah. Lately, it's actually, I've, I've it's been a little embarrassing. Okay. I've been jamming. Because obviously, like I said, we're doing the we're doing the hot yoga classes. But when I do have gym time, it's like Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX. <laughs> nice. That's good. I mean, and Hyper Pop. I've been Hyper Pop uh, vibes lately. Well, because Hyper Pop sounds like you're dropping weight. And, <laughs> yeah. You know? It, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can, it can get you in that zone. Lucas, you like hiking? Yeah. No, what do you listen away. to? Yeah, so you, you mentioned hike. that you were hiking. So that's, again, I brought this up. Okay. You mentioned hiking, and I couldn't tell if you were saying that you listen to music while you hike or you don't listen to music Oh. Hike. Well, I I mean, hiking is kind of a bad example because when I hike, I usually hike with other people. So uh, there's conversation going up and down the mountain. Um, but I also ski. So when I ski and I'm skiing alone, I definitely love to have at least one, you know, one headphone in. Uh, what's on the ski well, yeah, playlist? The well, ski I know what's playlist. on my ski playlist. I'm really curious. I am the it's... only person here that doesn't ski. I don't even ski, <laughs> but I know what would be on my ski playlist. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely love definitely love some good like Radiohead. I was just gonna mm. say Radiohead. You know, like that that you get into the you get into the real like I'm a I'm a movie character yeah, zone. Okay. Um, sometimes sometimes I like to just shuffle everything when you're I'm a gambling too. man yeah but but then you know i said how i like to have one headphone in but also i like to enjoy the silence of skiing which is kind of nice snow is a good sound do you ever I, listen to your own mixes when you're skiing yes i uh, yeah i do really i, I actually listen, I to, listen to mine on the treadmill yeah i listen to far less music than i would you know usually care to admit um as someone that makes music you, you can relate like you're always listening to music and yeah. kind of being obsessed with like making things better. You know, I do listen to a lot of the things I'm working on, whether it's my own demos or critically or are you music. like vibing to it? Uh, both. Yeah. Both. Isn't that kind of annoying though? Like, so yes. on, I guess you conversely, like when I listen to music now, it's like, I started this cause I loved music, but it, that a little part of that has died. And now when I listen to music, I'm like, how no. can I make this music you're missing if I'd, or like, what can I do to this? And so sometimes, yeah, like it, you can't help but have a critical listen. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, it, it's, I mean, being a music creator and also someone like I, I mix music as well and master it. So like there's a side of me that, uh, I really feel like I don't ever get tired listening to, projects unless like unless something else happens that makes me get tired you know like maybe this mix has gone through 10 revisions and i'm just like over it but i'm usually just obsessing and and thinking about all the details all the time how it fits into certain situations and maybe i'm psycho i don't know but (laughs) i like i like listening to things uh 
critically and not critically all the time. Okay. I get tired of listening to my own music too much. So like, I don't get tired I'm, of listening to her music. Oh, I don't get tired of listening to your music. So. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I know you produce for other people. How does that work? Do you, do they reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? Like a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Um, I do. I've really done everything word of mouth in my career. <laughs> it's been, it's hey, been a few years. Hey, put some respect it on never your feels, career. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm paying myself, so that's how it doesn't feel like a career yet. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a lot of word of mouth. So I've never like advertised my services. Everything mm-hmm. is like I've started. I started with some really great artists uh, when I moved into and started working in Boston. Um, artists like Timio and Uche, Malik and YDA. Like I started working with them, and then they would tell a friend or that someone would hear the song and so it, it the network grew you know from that yeah. um but yeah it's it's been very organic and i i love it i feel like that's cool that's kind of by word of mouth because i imagine you would get a lot of people who don't necessarily fit your vibe that want you to produce their music yeah yeah um it's happened it's happened <laughs> but you know that's just the name of the game and and if if uh Boston has a, pre, a a smaller music community compared to, you know, New York or LA mm-hmm. or Nashville. But I think being a smaller community and and a smaller pool of of artists working, um, you know, we we tend to know more people and know have more friends with skin in the game and be able to find someone maybe that works better. Yeah. Um, but but really, I I also. I don't know. I like to travel through different vibes and do different types of music and styles. And um, so I, I tend to, yeah, I tend to be able to experiment. You're very enough. versatile with your producing. I, I like wanted to, to mention uh, that. Yeah. I heard you say that. that there, you had a good quote when I was uh, listening to some stuff back. You said, there is no Lucas type beat. Yeah, there's no Lucas. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> no Lucas type beat. Yeah, um, but yeah, you mentioned the the Boston community, and actually both of you, and I know both actually both of you this year, Boston Music Awards True. were nominated. Congrats! Um, <laughs> genuinely, I'm. Uh, you might feel pressured not to answer genuinely, <laughs> but how does that feel? Like, is that something that you look forward to every year? Like, if you didn't get a nomination, would you feel shitty? Um. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I think I would. Uh, yeah, maybe I. Okay, maybe I backpedal. <laughs> I do remember this year. I was personally like, oh, I didn't really put out anything like mm-hmm. big, like the year before or the two years ago. I don't know. It was like an EP and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. And then this year, I was like, oh shit, maybe it's not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna get on it. So. Yeah, but but I mean, uh, you know going getting an award for one song is just as cool and and worth it as getting a award for a whole album i mean one takes maybe more work but you're still getting recognized i was like maybe i fell off that's what i thought oh well (laughs) don't no no i mean that's that's super valid and the reason i bring it up is because there's really no formal recognition for you know boston community that is it so it is kind of the end all be all and i mean i personally have never been nominated because they have like publication podcast journalists all three things that i am (laughs) you know all three things that i am um but i literally wanted to off myself when i didn't (laughs) get nominated because they were at my show i like invited them but then i i but the reason i bring it up is because i realized like that's just not that was so incorrect like super incorrect um so i wanted to know the artist perspective because Mm -hmm. what else like what other things 
what other validation do you have really other than you know your streams and your shows and such i think the the network that you have or that you build um and or become a part of is the validation i mean there 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 are only so many slots that can be nominated there's only so many chances um for you to be noticed by like i don't know how they run it but like whatever committee is uh picking names or picking picking artists to put on um and journalists and podcasts <laughs> um but yeah i mean there there are only so many chances and maybe maybe you went a year performing a bunch of shows but not releasing an album or a song and um you know you still feel like something was slept on i don't know i i think overall i feel really honored to be on a list and and i also went through a phase last year because i was nominated for r&b artist of the year last year as well as this year and i always struggle to define genres and i feel like that's an even bigger way to categorize things where yeah. you have a small group of a smaller group of artists you have all these categories that maybe some people don't feel like they fit into um so all over the map i think recognizing is important my my manager derek always tells me celebrate the small wins you know celebrate all wins um so i think i'm i'm honored i think it's really cool especially that you know my friends also i have a lot of friends that got nominated that's really cool <laughs> hell yeah well congrats to you both i'm stoked <laughs> uh and then next year maybe your single together will be nominated uh-oh segue maybe more <laughs> maybe more music if we put it out <laughs> oh. it's, it's not on me it's on both of us it's on both of us yeah, just clear clear just the to clear, yeah no it's, i was looking at him but it's both of us Probably so mostly me <laughs> No, let's let's dive. So, Lacey, I obviously know you because we threw a show at Big Night Live. Shout so out right upstairs, and you were on the lineup. And mm -hmm. actually, we immediately became friends. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Instant click for real. Bonded over some French EDM. Um, <laughs> Literally. But you have since you know showed me more into the Boston music scene, including Lucas over here. Yes, I have. I'm curious, and this is this isn't your first song together. No, no, this is our second, third, third released one. Third official uh, release. Four, four. Fourth official Yeah, because you had one. Yep, I'm Baby. And then I had three on my yeah. profile. I stole those. We have two that are shared. Okay. So I'm realizing I've, I've never even told, talked about the track. It's called Deep End. It literally just came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love it. Genuinely, I uh, I really, I actually really do like it a lot. And I Thank like you. it as a song that if I didn't know either of you, I would download it and probably share it on my Instagram story because oh, I really like it. Thank you. So how did we get here? When did the idea come? When did we know we wanted to work together on our fourth track? And how did we end up at Deep End? This is more for you to answer. Yeah. Well, so... The the start of Deep End, I am told that I work best during neglect, during periods of neglect. So sometimes, you know, when I'm hanging out with, I, I produce a lot with Jita, who's another Boston uh, producer and songwriter, great friend of mine, and Derek, my manager, sometimes will be hanging out. Maybe Timmy O is there. And we're doing something chilling and i pull out my laptop and start making a song it's usually best for me to get an idea out if everyone ignores me for a little bit i get to be in my own little space i get to do something and that night so the night deep end started i was really like looking to make a drum and bass song kind of like jungle edm vibes and um jita and derek were playing 
Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and, and I, not famously, but like I don't have any interest in that game. Not going to knock it, but I don't have any interest in playing. Yeah. And they've been getting really into it. So I was like, okay, word, they're playing a game without me. I don't care. I'm going to go make a song. And so I just, I started laying down the parts, I think. Started with like the these completely different drums. They're not even on the track anymore. And the, the chords, and I sang the chorus. Um, and I sang a little bar about them playing Magic the Gathering, too. <laughs> just because just I was fill, fill, fitting in lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's where it started. I started working on version after version, not happy with it. So make trying to make it better. And uh, eventually I was like thinking about what I what else I wanted to do. There was an open verse on the song and I was like, the last time, you know, I worked on a house track like this or something of this this style, her voice, I knew her voice would fit perfectly on it. So I uh, I hit up Lazy over there and I don't remember how that conversation went. Do you remember? Um, I don't fully remember, but I know that ringtone was finished recently yep. at that time we and that just was put out a track like it. Yep. so I, th I feel like that was it was kind of like let's do another one he's like what are you doing nothing feature yes basically okay. that's how they all go it's like you want to be on a song yes, yes. <laughs> so you want to wanna listen to this yes like then did you hear it and you wrote a verse uh no because i suck <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I mean I would I I don't remember exactly but I definitely listened to it and then I was like yes okay I want to be on this I tried something hated it and then I think I don't even think I sent it to you I think you were like did you do it did you do it yeah did I was bugging it? her and I just suck I just I, I just wasn't wait what did it. you try uh, I I think it's fascinating to know my favorite thing talking about songs is is what wasn't like what didn't come what wasn't the final project. Well, the part where I'd say the, I've been wasting, like that part, I, I had that like in my head already, mm. but the rest of it was like, once we got together, I like wrote it with him. Gotcha. Because before that, yeah. I it was definitely nothing like what it is now. I bugged her for a while about it. And oh, finally, finally, I said, <laughs> come over to my house. Yeah. We'll sit down. We'll record and write the verse together. My and ADHD we did it. just makes excuses. I'll yeah. be like, my mic doesn't sound like yours. We have the same microphone. <laughs> like it doesn't sound like yours i can't make it sound good blah blah blah. so then he's like yeah just come over that's when i know it's time to just just drag over. her out of bed and <laughs> bring her to new hampshire and then here we are so how long did it take from like ideation to to release for it to actually like um, come out you fixed a lot like you like went in on that song after yeah i did the vocals and changed a lot of it yeah there there is probably there was probably about 16 or 17 versions of that song by the time it was yeah. done. Is that typical? Yeah. It, it for him. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely for the tracks on, on my album, too. Um, all of them went through. Because I, I was just playing the long game, so I knew that I wanted this to be out eventually, and I knew that I wanted it to be an album. So while I was doing other stuff, I was able to just work and work and work and work on mm -hmm. these. So I think it was about eight or nine months before it was finally done like from the yeah. start of the song was december of 22 oh, that damn. was a year yeah over a year <laughs> it was december 22 when i started it so wow it, takes, it can take a while yeah. sometimes that's so fascinating I, I don't think i'd be able to like lazy on your end i don't think i'd be able to really like have the patience for it to just like not come out <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard, but I also knew that it was going to be on an album. Oh, yeah. that's right. After a while, so I was like, "Well," but 
I'm, I'm impatient about our other songs. Yeah, I mean, you're. she's so impatient that she'll just make a new song to get over it. You That's know? what yeah. I'll do. Yeah, no. I mean, I made a whole EP to get over it. I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for this. <laughs> you movie. made that EP to get over yeah. the song we made? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole oh thing. So just the singular song. So you're you're welcome, basically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, so you. obviously, it's, it's, it's on the album that comes out tomorrow. Um, that's actually super exciting that you're spending the day before the album. Oh, right. With music you're missing. Dude. Uh, so it's called How Am I Supposed to Feel? Uh, it's your first full length project. First full length project. I, yeah, I've never made anything more than I think five or six songs. And that was in 2018. So it's been a lot of singles and now 10 songs all come out at midnight. Why is it time? Why are we doing the full length? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I think it's time, it's time, so I, I'll get deep on you here, but I spent, um, I spent about seven, six or seven months of my time living in Boston um, really dealing with anxiety. So I had moved out of my house, my parents' house, um, during COVID. So I was living there with all my siblings. We all moved back. My, my parents were there and I my friends and I found a place in Brighton. So we, we all moved there and I, you know, moving out of the house, COVID's going on, everyone's going nuts and you're, you're kind of scared. I was very worried about like catching it, spreading it. Yeah. Um, but I was nervous about leaving, but I left and then I dealt, um, uh, was dealing with a new relationship moving into Boston. I was freelancing at the time before I worked at Apple, I was actually freelancing still, but I was not happy with, you know, the songs I was working on. I was driving an hour and a half each way to the studio I was working at. Everything was felt wrong. Um, but I slowly, slowly, slowly worked on that. And I mean, there's, there's like more to the story, but essentially that entire blurry portion of my time living in Boston was, um, you know, I, I was able to write these songs about a lot of that and a lot of things that had been happening my whole life that I never recognized until that point. So, um, it was unlike, you know, it wasn't like a, I'm making an album thing. It was, I, I, I want to make an album. That'd be nice. And, you know, I'm making songs every day, making this, making that. And eventually I was just writing enough of these songs with the same theme and with the same connected feelings. Um, to put a label on it and it, it wasn't easy to put a label on it. It wasn't easy to like make up my mind on which ones stay, which ones go anything like that. But, um, we're here yeah. the day before it comes out and yeah, it's, it's un pretty unreal. So, I mean, you kind of alluded to it. Is that how am I supposed to feel just like based off of the overall like confusion and anxiety during that, that moment, that it's, era? Yeah. It's, it's based. It's, Hmm. <laughs> I worked, so I worked with uh, Gustavo Barroso, pronounce that wrong every time, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but he's a good friend of mine uh, in, and he lives in New York, um, but he's a designer. I came to him to kind of figure out the concept of this album and he helped on the creative side of it as well. All the creative direction was, was started from him. So we talked endlessly. I, I was really focusing on the fact that um, being, I'm 26 years old, and being someone in their mid-20s in this day and age, like we've been online mm -hmm. our whole lives. And one of the biggest things that I was dealing with was comparison and, yeah. and comparing myself and my life to everyone else's. And that was hitting me really hard. I was waking up 
and feeling like I was the only one dealing with something. And that's not true, obviously. But when you're in that space, it feels like the truest thing ever. But we together discussed this topic, the idea of comparison and, and like figuring yourself out. We're never going to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of came up with a question um, that will never be answered because no one can tell you how you're supposed to feel. So it's supposed to be almost a little bit of sarcasm, but mostly a uh, like an eternal question. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people like around our age are going to totally identify with that. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that whole didn't know the story. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, like, I mean that. Uh, and I was kind of just like enthralled. Was like, oh. Especially <laughs> having crazy. listened to the album as well. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, and you mentioned actually, I wanted to bring this up, uh, comparing yourself. And I actually think you do a lot of things that are really unique um, and like very impressive, especially for an independent artist. For Thank example, you. you just had. A movie showing? Oh, yeah. At Capitol oh, that, that like, little thing. <laughs> I was thinking about how I wanted to ask you this, and like I was trying to make it like formal, but like you definitely don't need to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you chose to do this, yeah. And it's like I, I know it's a ton of work, and I'm just kind of curious, like why were you like I I'm dedicating my resource to this? This needs a visual component. I'm setting up time in this theater. Like, tell me about why it happened and how it came to be. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> no, I, I really, at the base of it, um, I love visuals. I love movies. I just love watching things. And I'm, obviously, I love music, too. So um, grow, growing up, I was always told or I was told to be the kid that always wanted to see the lights and push the buttons. <laughs> so it's only fitting that um, I made a career out of it. So... Anyways, um, yeah, I, I just, I really, I wanted to make music videos. Everyone wants to make music videos when they make music. It's like an obsession and, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's a chance to work with other creatives and um, and show yourself and, and do something, you know, that speaks to more than just someone listening to your song. You can really lock them in with something gorgeous and awe-inspiring, whatever it is. So I wanted, I knew I wanted to do that in some way. Uh, I was attending, I had attended a few listening parties and like event release events. Um, and the, just one theme that I, I noticed was that, um, you know, there was a time to listen to the music. There was time to socialize, but for the most part, the, the socializing and like the, the event part of it was, um, what, kind of stood out and took over everything i felt like i my need and my love for sitting down and listening to something was just it was trying to take over and i I was a little bit like anxious like why is there someone talking right now like the song is playing like (laughs) yeah listening to it (laughs) um but i i just that caused me to think i was like what's the one place what's the one situation that people sit down and listen and like really take everything in uh without any distractions and so I thought about doing it, doing something at a movie theater. And at first it was just sit down and listen, you know, blank screen, just speakers on listening to the music. But um, uh, then I was like, oh, well, why don't I just rope the visual aspect in it from simple visualizers like slow motion moving images 
came let's do something bigger let's do a, a short film and then it was a snowball effect from there but uh it was not just me i approached jacob rodier who's the who's the director for the short film and um together we we kind of made the snowball and got it rolling <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I just wanted to i wanted people to experience it's a great something. snowball from someone who's seen it it's i know i really amazing. i really wanted to go and obviously it was in iceland um yeah that must be a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. you're like commandeering people's attention, their ears, their eyes. Like, how was it? And how was fan response? I was so nervous. I don't, you were so nervous. Yeah, okay, she agreed. <laughs> she, she read it. Like, um, I was like so excited. I got there and he was like, I'm freaking like, out. Like, was it more nervous than a show? Uh, yes. It's, yes. Most shows, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, but this one I had, I guess that shows I have the chance to drink White Claws too. But <laughs> I, I got a White Claw from the, the concession stand and I was... Still nervous. Still nervous. <laughs> um, I was so nervous because this was the first time I was showing the album to not only fans, but like I invited my family too and I invited some close friends. And like, this is the moment everyone gets to hear the album that I worked on. Well, on top of that, they see me on screen, like in my best attempt to make a visual aspect to the album, something that really connects with it. It was just so, there was so many things on top of other things. And I obviously did it to myself, but I was nervous as hell leading up to it. And at the very end, it was just a total weight off my shoulders. And Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, the response was great at like people really loved it and they um i don't know nothing nothing bad about it i just felt so <laughs> it just felt so good like people applauded when it was over and that that was enough for me um to know that like it did something struck a chord struck a chord yeah i made my mom cry so that was cool oh man yeah. that's honestly the best gift that's like the best <laughs> reward love making my mom cry yeah Good um, mom no cry. but that is that was just super impressive and i i can't wait for when it is like out to the public yeah. to actually watch it it will be i actually just came up with a plan today i'm going to share it because it's please public knowledge it will be um but the short film will be available on the 30th when you buy merch from me and then a week later it's going to go public so there's just a little in-between period if you want to get it early you can you should um, get then, it early. So yeah, like from a music business perspective, that's like another thing that you're doing that I think is really impressive. Like the the Ooh. buy the merch, <laughs> get the film. Yeah, that's that. You're smart, man. He it's knows not just what he's me. Doing. It's not just it's not just me. The team. You clearly <laughs> have team. surrounded yourself with some <laughs> with some great people. Yeah, so. I mean these these decisions are always group decisions. <laughs> I I don't know what I would do if I was doing this all alone. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I mean, to, to put it bluntly, like this, these things aren't free to make. Yeah. And, and so, you know, as much as I want to, it, it, and it's not just about like, oh, I can throw it up on YouTube and it's free to the world and that's my gift to everybody. It's, you know, it's also, I want, I want the best to come out of it and I want people to feel good about seeing it. So, you know, I'm an artist, you're an artist. You have a podcast. You're doing you're <laughs> doing things. You <laughs> you're an artist too, but we need like any creative ventures. You need Pod support. Art. Yeah, you need support. <laughs> and uh, 
you know, in, and I'm, I'm trying to get that. And if, you know, if someone wants to support me, then they get something in return. And it's a, it's a exchange of, uh, of gifts and favors and, and love. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like throwing everything out against the wall is just a good way to make sure that things don't go unseen and unappreciated. So I just, I want to appreciate the art. Well, heck yeah. Appreciate the art. How am I supposed to feel? The album literally comes yes. out tonight. Um, yeah, a few hours. Super exciting. Hours. You literally actually have like a, a viewing premiere to get to. So I'm going to actually let you go yeah, we'll do that. I have. <laughs> um, but before we go, I always like to ask people this question. It's funny. I, I used to ask people this question thinking that they would understand what I meant because I, I say it pretty clearly. But it's anytime you talk to someone in music, they always relate it back to work. So I have to say it extremely super clearly. <laughs> unrelated to music, unrelated to your career, unrelated to literally anything that... <laughs> fulfills you professionally what are some goals you have uh that you want to you want to check off unrelated to anything unrelated any to anything and, yes. okay what are some goals that i want to check off <sighs> let's see let's see let's see let's see oh god i want okay <laughs> see it's really funny because it's, <laughs> it's always hard, hard for to them relate it back and, to work. We, i just had someone um from levitate music festival she was on and, and i said that to her and she said this is the hardest question that you asked it's me. really hard to answer yeah wow yeah i well does it have to be the it doesn't have to be the goal right it can be just no, a, like one any, of any, for any example, size goal like let me let me think of a goal that i have um <laughs> i want to uh i well that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> this was a goal I used to have, but I could do it now. I wanted to do a, hand, a headstand, but now I'm back on my oh. headstand grind. But like things like that. Someone said they want to hold their breath for five minutes. Um, that was okay. sick, and he did it. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Jeez. Shout out, guy. Big shout out. I, <laughs> I'm still going to have a hard time answering this, but one of my many goals, one of the things I want to do is, I mentioned I'm a skier. I want to ski out west. Mm. Um, I've only ever skied the icy northeast, and so I... It's a whole had, different world. I ha yeah, I've had some friends, including my manager, Derek, took a whole trip out there and just skied like the highest mountains in the deepest pattern. It was, I mean, you can't relate if you're not a skier or a snowboarder, <laughs> but like it's, I don't get it's it. It's something else I've been told. So <laughs> I want to experience that. That's a good one. Big Sky, yeah. Montana, elite cool. ski yeah. destination if you uh, have it in your cards. Yeah. I also want to get a boat. Yeah. Some, I mean, Ooh. sailboat? What would you name your not boat? Not a sailboat. Not a sailboat. No, would you name the boat? How Sorry, dare I'm, you, I'm a sailor? <laughs> Are you really? Uh, like, yeah. This year, I started sailing. Oh hell yeah! Well, yeah, I'm not like a. I don't have. Okay, a I see it. <laughs> it's the fisherman beanie. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to brush my hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no boat, sick. Yeah, I, I mean, I love lake. I love lakes and boating. I, uh, I wouldn't lake. boat on the ocean. <laughs> I love my job. Is I lake. love lake. My job is lake. I do love lake. It's just great. Uh, you also love lamps. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh shit! I'm talking about that. I heard that. I'm sorry. I have a vintage. I have a vintage antique lamp collection as well. Oh, you're my new best friend. You're my new best. Old studio was just a collection of my old lamps. Oh my god! Specifically stoplight. That's why we have stoplights because I have lamps. An album of all the lamps I've ever collected. Oh my! Minus a few. Show me that. RL. Yeah, please. That's actually so sick. Yeah, I, I found some lamp like some old '60s lights in my grandma's attic one time i was just cleaning yeah. it out those are the best ones <laughs> i mean dude what are we doing now like we, the the target lamps and stuff the lamp game. so no, this is cheap so you know <laughs> eh. 
lamps. I've never met anyone lamps. that shares this passion. Like I'm, I'm enthralled. I, I literally brought many lamps on this trip to Iceland. I, I brought, brought lamps many lamps in my bag so I could set the vibe of the van. Wow. Like I'm not that, playing around. That's good. That's all right, you vibe. can you can scroll through this. I'm right, gonna turn. This is an IRL. I think this is all lamp of them. share. First of all, love the chair. Okay, I love that lamp. First of all, this is the power of light. <laughs> Damn. Whoa, that one's large. Universal. Which one is that? That one's sick. Oh, yeah. That's, that's very yeah. like retro futuristic, yeah. which is honestly my vibe. Oh, that I'm doing some yoga next yeah. to. Yep. Yeah, when I think of you, I just think lamp. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's from Ikea. Really? Yep. That's, an, I think, late 90s Ikea. And I have two of them. And one of them is this big and the other one's this big. Oh, I'm obsessed with this lore. We're going to be sending wrecks <laughs> to each other. Wait, but one thing that you do that I don't. Is you've got like actual like light fixtures in your home? Like that's oh, yeah. sick. I yeah. Unfortunately, can't afford a home, let alone well, <laughs> chandeliers. I mean, you can still. I mean, you talk to your landlord, but you know, it's not that hard to replace them as long as the the fixtures that's aren't beautiful. old as hell. Because the fixtures I hung those on are old as hell, and they're a pain in the ass to get through. Noted. But, but you know, just just hang something up, keep the old light, and then throw it back up when you move out. Do it. It's a little extra work, but it adds to the vibe. I love it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you pics of my of my lamp. Please later. do. Adds Lamps. to the vibe. Um. All right. Well, dude, this was awesome chatting with you. I'm Thank really you for stoked me. for you, and I'm excited to to see the rollout of this album. And excited to see fan response. Can I yeah. can I plug a little bit? Pl- oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go for it. <laughs> we are playing the Crystal Ballroom on October 28th. That's in Somerville, Massachusetts. Yes, sir. Um. Very soon after that, I am taking off for Los Angeles. I'm going to play a show out there on November 7th. Um, also going to be down there to see Sunday Sounds. I don't know if you know about that little oh, showcase. Um, shout out Annabelle for putting that on. Shout out uh, Green Tea Studios and Toby. Drop At- the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plug myself. I never plug myself. Let's see. Yes. Uh, follow me everywhere at pronounced Lucas. My name is Lucas. It's pronounced Lucas, so that's how you can remember it. Pronounced Lucas. That's my social. Um, yeah, if you see me around, give me a high five. And if you see any lamps on the market, if you yeah, see lamps, send them my way. I don't want to have to message people merch. on Facebook. I think you need. I'm working on it. merch that is a lamp. That's actually so sick. Yeah, lamp oh, shade. Yeah. No, it's been the idea has been floated. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> the idea has been floated. I'm working okay. On it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well that's a wrap folks thank you much